day. I want to welcome everyone this evening to our 7 o'clock virtual Christmas Eve service. Uh, coming tonight from my home, uh, I want to thank everyone for uh, tuning in tonight. Again, so sorry that we are not able to be at church this evening, but we're going to have, I think, a very pleasant time here as uh, we have our 7 o'clock Christmas service. Again, greetings to everyone. I want to extend very special greetings to our missionaries around the world, to the Kims, who it's already 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning in France, to the DeLilles, where it's 9 o'clock in the evening, uh, to those in Mexico, where in Cancun, and Pastor Santiago, where it is now uh, our time there as well. Uh, just greetings to you, to the understalls who are in Beirut. Merry Christmas to you. And to all of our members who are at home and to those who are in other places, we greet you this evening and it is uh, Christmas Eve. And we are thankful that, again, that you can join us this evening. Now, this is a very different Christmas Eve service. For the first time in 41 years, I'm not in church doing a Christmas Eve service. And so it's very different for me as well. But I hope that it will be a pleasant experience for all of us this evening. Uh, I'd like to begin with a reading from uh, the uh, prophet Isaiah. Isaiah writes, The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. Thou hast multiplied the nations, and not increased their joy, their joy before thee according to the joy in harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For thou hast broken the yoke of his burden, and the staff on his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. For every battle of the warrior is with confused noise and garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. And upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever, for the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Now, over the course of this Advent season, we have been lighting Advent candles at worship in church. Tonight, we are going to light uh, the Christ candle. And I have the Christ candle before me this evening. And before I write it, I, uh, light it, I would like to share with you words from the Gospel of John. John says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness 
could not understand it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John, and he came to witness, to bear witness of the life that all men through him might believe. John was not the life, but was sent to bear witness of that life. That was the true life, which lightened every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as receive him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten Father of the Son, full of grace and truth. And this evening now for us, I would like to light the candle, the Christ candle, for tonight we celebrate the birth, again, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you join me for a moment of prayer? Almighty God, who sent a star to guide men to the Holy Child, Jesus, we confess that we have not followed the light of your word. We have not searched for signs of your love in the world that is greatly troubled or trusted good news to be good. We have failed to praise your son's birth and refuse his peace on earth. We have expected little and hoped for less. Forgive our doubt. Lord, renew us. Help us this night that we might again watch and wait for the coming of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. For we pray and ask these things this night in his name. Amen. Well, thank you all. Normally, in our congregation on Christmas Eve, the service at this time is often the uh, carols and lessons service by the choir. And tonight, there are no carols. We have lessons, but no carols. But I encourage you to listen to them, to sing them, to hum them as you go through the night and the, the day tomorrow on Christmas. Also, this time of year on Christmas Eve, we have our children's service where we gather our children to come and to act out for us the nativity. Well, we cannot do that, again, because we're simply not gathered together and our children are not with us. But tonight, with the help of my grandson, Brody Smith, we are going to recall that and we will see the nativity set up so that we can remember the events of that night. So, on that night, Mary and Joseph had to travel from Nazareth, and they had to go to the town of Bethlehem. So, Brody, could you bring us Mary and Joseph and put them on the table before us? And while they were in Bethlehem, Jesus was born. Jesus. 
And then the angel, the angel came. Why? What's an angel? The angel came to tell the shepherds that Jesus had been born. So get the shepherd. Because it's a baby one. Is it a baby one? Because there are baby sheep. So why do some baby sheep can walk? They get tired. And then in the east, the wise men saw a star. And the wise men brought gifts to the baby Jesus. One brought frankincense. One brought gold, and one brought myrrh. Now turn around and look at the camera and say Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you, Brody. <laughs> and so Brody has set for us this night, the manger scene. And it is but a substitute of all of our living nativities that we have had at church over the years. But it reminds us that Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. And sometimes it is best in the retelling of the story of Jesus' birth to have our children help do it. Because they learn it very quickly and very early that they can tell us how Jesus was born, who came to see him, who his parents were, the angel and the shepherds, and the wise men and their gifts. So, very grateful to Brody for joining us this evening. Now, I would like to share with you the Christmas Gospels as they are recorded first in the Gospel of Luke. And then in the Gospel of Matthew. In Luke chapter 2. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea until the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you Good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. 
For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known to us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were being told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. And then the second gospel for Christmas from the Gospel of Matthew. Chapter 2. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king heard these things, he was troubled. And all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and the scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where the Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a ruler that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child, and when you have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. And when they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they came unto the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and they bowed down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. May God bless to us this evening the reading and hearing of the gospel of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, this Christmas Eve is very much a Christmas Eve of home what would used to be called home and hearth, a time of families gathering in small groups 
no large gatherings, no great extended families getting together, churches, many not meeting at all, others separated by distance, by illness from one another this eve, others alone, those in our retirement homes and those in our nursing facilities, those in the hospital, many of them alone this Christmas night, thinking, no doubt, of many things, perhaps of Christmases gone by. But this is a time we are reminded that Joseph and Mary, even as they left their home in Nazareth to go to Bethlehem, there when Jesus was born, he was born there in a stable for animals, the animals made way, and Jesus was born into the world. It is a reminder that our Lord came under dire circumstances, under difficult times, under imposed hardships, and such is the time that we have this Christmas Eve. But let that not deter us. Let that not keep us from worshiping our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us not be forsaken from being with those we love, even if it is only by a telephone call, a FaceTime call, whatever it might be. But let us hold together and let us be reminded of the fact that our Lord Jesus Christ has promised to be with us always in every situation, no matter how great, no matter how small, no matter how joyous, no matter how sad. He has promised to be with us and to be there to strengthen us and to comfort us. This Christmas will be very different for so many. All the normal traditions that often happen this time of year have been, for the most part, set aside. But tomorrow, children will still open presents. Others will share gifts. Meals will be eaten. Things will be remembered. Games will be played. But perhaps not to the extent that we are so used to. But it is Christmas. It is Christmas. And it is a time to celebrate and to be glad. Sometimes a Christmas has to be small. I can remember years ago, in 2002 at Christmas, after we had celebrated at the church and the girls had opened their presents on Christmas Day, we left the next morning for LaGrange, Georgia, and to see our parents and to celebrate Christmas there. And then came the phone call, the phone call that said, you're being mobilized to go to war. Well, I wasn't the only one that received that phone call that year. Many in the reserves and in the National Guard received it. Others, it made for a very different Christmas just as this year is a very different Christmas. But still, it is Christmas. And we are called to rejoice and to celebrate. Children will not know too much more than, oh, we still wear masks and we have to keep distance. 
and in years to come, they'll have very little memory of it. It will be us, the adults, who will remember it, the young people. And one day, the young people will tell their children and grandchildren, well, you should have been with us at Christmas in 2020. It was a very hard one that year. But it is one to remember. Now, my friends, wherever you are, and I know that we have folks watching different parts of the world. We have folks watching here in Memphis. We have folks watching uh, across the United States. I have family and friends, church members who moved away, church members here in Tennessee and Arkansas, Mississippi, all watching this night. Merry Christmas to you. I hope that you will have a great evening, even if it's a quiet one. Rejoice in the Lord. Remember the greeting and the, the song that the angels said to the shepherds. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. May that be our Christmas thought and prayer this night. Hey, to everyone out there, Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining me this evening here and Terry in my home. My daughter Erin is here. My daughter Callie. You've seen Brody. My son-in-law Bart is here. And we are delighted to be a part of your Christmas Eve. And we thank God for you. And we pray that you are all well. And that you will have a very peaceful and joyous Christmas. Now, my friends, let me pray for us this Christmas. Then I will bless us, and may God just give us and our nation and our world a day and night of peace. Let us pray. Great God of our great God of power and. We praise you for your Son, Jesus Christ, who came to save us. We thank you for the prophets of hope, for the angels' song, for his birth in Bethlehem. We thank you that Jesus and you joined us in sharing human hurts and pleasures. We give you glory for your wonderful love towards us. We give you glory for your eternal love. We give you glory that we have Jesus Christ in our hearts. Lord, hear our prayers this night, for we make them all in the name of the one whose birth we celebrate, Jesus, your Son, and our Savior. Amen. Well, on this Christmas night, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, both now and forever. Amen. This evening at 11.45, I will have a uh, midnight service going into Christmas morning. It will be a little different from this one, still here from my home. Those of you who are up, you are welcome to come and join me at 11.45 on FaceTime Live. Thank you for being with us this evening. 
from all the members at Faith Presbyterian Church, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Thank you and good night.